Well, I don't know if we said Merry Christmas enough already this morning, but I'll say it one more time. Merry Christmas to you all. So good to see all of you today. It's a special privilege that we get to have today to gather for worship on a Christmas Sunday. And Christmas, that's December 25th, falls on a Sunday about, on average, about every six years. But do you know when the next Christmas Sunday is going to be? I mean, someone actually told me that they looked it up, but the next Christmas Sunday is going to be in 11 years from now. And so think about that. I mean, some kids are going to be in college or have graduated from college. Some of you, like me, I'm thinking I might be in heaven by then. I'm, I'm not really sure. But that's 11 years from now in the year 2033 is when the next Christmas Sunday will be. So today's sermon or today's lesson is also very special. There will be four teachers today. But I thought, just to warm everybody up, I thought let's begin with a game, a word game. Okay, it's called word association. And so I want everyone to play, and I'm going to say a word. I'm going to say a word out loud, and I want you, every one of you, for the, after I say my word, the first word that comes to your mind, I want you to shout it out. Okay? So I'm going to say a word. Everyone's going to play. Everyone is going to play. <laughs> it might get a little loud in here, but it's Jesus' birthday, right? So it's okay that it's going to be a little bit loud. So I'm going to shout out a word, and then you, when that word comes to your mind, I want you to shout that word out too. It would be very embarrassing if it took you like five seconds to shout out that word because nothing comes to your mind. But here we go. Ready? Are you all ready? Warming up? Here's the word. Christmas. Okay, I didn't understand anything that you guys said. But who said gift? Raise your hand. Oh, okay, we have one, two, two at least, maybe three, maybe five. Let's say 125 said Christmas. What an what a attentive group you are right here. Now, for those of you who said gift, that's what we're going to talk about today. God's gift of his son, Jesus. And on Christmas, we celebrate God's giving, his generosity, the birth of his son. Now, there's great significance in the birth of Jesus Christ. Did you know that for hundreds of years, like Andrew talked about, they waited 400 years or more. But for hundreds of years, people foretold the birth of someone very special. It would be God with us. Isaiah, the prophet, when he wrote these words, he wrote them 700 years, 700 years before Jesus was born. And he said, therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. And when Jesus was born, God became flesh. In the Gospel of John, in chapter 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Now, Jesus came 
as a rescuer, we sang that today too, into a world that was drowning in sin. And Jesus came as the light to a world that was in deep darkness. And because God loves us so, he gave his one and only son the radiance of God's glory in the exact representation of his being. You know, my favorite Christmas scripture is in 2 Corinthians chapter 9. And here, the Apostle Paul writes this letter to the church, and he writes about generosity. He writes about giving and the example of God as a generous God and his generosity to us. In 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 15, it says, Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Now, Thomas is going to take it from here. Right, it is the birthday of Jesus, as Dean mentioned, and it is an especially special birthday to celebrate because it's just so much more than a regular human like me or like Avery. <laughs> it is the moment the creator of life came into the world gave us the greatest gift of all, the moment he gave himself in this ultimate act of love. And I think there's just such an astounding amount of love and vulnerability that comes crashing into this moment. And there is nothing we could have done to earn this love. He just did it because it's who he is. Uh, last week, the sermon was all about love, and then um, after the service, uh, during the classes, the youth group was sitting outside, and we were talking about love. We were debriefing the sermon a little bit, and as we were talking about love, and more specifically, unearned love, and with the students in mind, I couldn't help but think about how parents love their kids so much selfless love that is poured out to their kids because there's nothing kids could ever, ever do to get their parents to stop loving them. It's a love that is totally unearned. It's a love that exists simply because they exist, because they're your kids. And half the time, all parents get in return is some like rolled eyes and some sass from the kids. But the love doesn't stop. And it's a love that's modeled after our creator who gave us life and love. And even after lifetimes of rebellion against him, he draws close and gives his own life. And it's completely and totally unearned totally free, as true love should be. Uh, St. Bernard of Clairvaux writes this. He says, in the first creation, he gave me myself. But in his new creation, he gave me himself. And by that gift, restored me to the self that I had lost. Created first, and then restored. I owe him myself twice over in return for myself. 
but what have I to offer him for the gift of himself? Could I multiply myself a thousandfold and then give him all? What would that be in comparison with God? And on that note, I'd like to invite Adam to come up and continue our sermon. Oh, that's funny. When I was little, there were some times that I, I, I could hardly wait for Christmas. Birthdays, too, and other occasions. Really, any time when you're going to be given presents, right? <laughs> there's an excitement there. There's an anticipation. And I think you all know how that is. Uh, as I've grown older, though, some of that has changed, um, probably more than a little bit. It's not because I no longer enjoy getting gifts. It's not because there isn't the anticipation of that. I think it's because something else has changed about me. And as I've grown, I've come to learn that I also enjoy giving gifts, not just receiving gifts. How about you? Don't you enjoy giving gifts to other people? Uh, There's something to be said for being on the giving side of a gift getting to see and observe all that anticipation, that excitement that's building in others, and to be there for that joy that they have when they receive and and open that gift. There's really something special about giving gifts. And I've been thinking this year a little bit about why we give gifts, especially in preparation for this time today. But giving gifts, it can communicate so many different things, but it communicates that we care. It opens relationship with people. It expresses gratitude, it expresses respect, and it can show somebody that we honor them, depending on the gift and the occasion, of course. And on Christmas, we celebrate God's greatest gift to us and His Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. God gives good gifts, communicating His love for us and His desire to be in relationship with us. Have you ever thought about the idea that we can give gifts to God. You can give gifts to God. After all, if Christmas is Jesus' birthday, why are we the ones getting all the gifts, right? (laughs) But really, we should bring gifts to God for some of those same reasons, to show Him that we care about Him, to demonstrate our gratitude, to show respect, and to show Him honor. And there's all kinds of gifts that you can give to God, and I've thought of a few. We're not going to try to list them all today. But here's just some ideas. First one that came to mind, praise, song, and thanksgiving. I guess technically that's three. (laughs) But it's this idea, uh, these ideas of giving him praise, giving him our songs, giving him our thankfulness. These are gifts that we can actually bless God with. And in Psalm 69, we can learn and read that praising God's name in song and glorifying him with thanksgiving, these are things that actually please him. It talks about that in Psalm 69, verses 30 and 31. Another idea I thought of is giving to others, but doing so out of the blessings that God has given us. God has blessed us with so much, and oftentimes I don't even think about that all that well. But from all that God has blessed me with and given us, I can share those blessings with others, with friends, with family members, with neighbors or coworkers. 
with mission organizations. And again, the list could go on and on and on. But sharing with others out of the blessings that God has given us. Jesus himself even talked about this with his disciples when he mentioned that whatever you did for one of the least of these, you did for me. Matthew 25, verse 40. Giving out of what God has given us is another way that we can give gifts to God directly. Another one I thought of is the gift of self. This one may sound a little different or weird, but it's the gift of self. And this could manifest itself in uh, serving, serving our family, serving at school, serving here at Nova, our church family, or even serving out in the community. And this one's more than just giving money or resources. It's actually giving of our own time, getting out there, getting involved, serving other people, putting them first in a variety of ways. That's one way that the giving of yourself can look. But there's another way that that it can look like as well. And ultimately, what it looks like is giving ourselves to God, serving God as we do all of those other things giving our heart to Him, giving our will to Him, giving our entire life to Him, putting Him first in everything that we do. As Christians, we are followers of Jesus. That word itself means little Christ. That's what that label means. And Jesus is this ultimate example for us who gave His life. He gave His self. In James 4, 7, I like the way the New Century Version begins this verse. So give yourselves completely to God. And we're instructed in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 and 2, to follow God's example, it says, and it goes on, and walk in the way of love just as Christ loved us and gave himself for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. God has modeled giving for us. He's called us to be givers. And on this Christmas, let's remember that we're called to give to God. And may you be encouraged and enriched as you follow the example of Jesus and as you give unto God your very self. And now, I'd like to invite up Garrett, who's going to continue this morning. Well, as Thomas talked about in my sermon last week, um, that building project over there is going up and it is completing soon, and that is pretty cool. Um, Who's excited to use that new construction and get in there and enjoy it? Absolutely. Me too. Absolutely, me too. We will absolutely enjoy it, and we should. But in the end, that new construction isn't really about us. We've mentioned that time and time again. It just isn't. Uh, We will absolutely enjoy it for sure, like a lot. But ultimately, this building project and the open campaign, it's, it's about loving others. Like, I know you guys aren't uh, around the Nova campus much throughout the week, uh, on weekdays, but I am. 
that playground that we built out there, that was the first part of the open campaign, that gets used by so many people in our community every single day. Same thing with our big lawn. And you know what? When it gets completed, I think I, I can kind of envision the front porch becoming kind of like a gathering spot for our community. Like imagine this, like uh, some moms or dads bringing their children to play on the playground, but then when they're done playing, they, they gather on the front porch and whatever seating we're gonna have there and they have lunch together. Or imagine uh, some students from West High who just need a, a quiet place to study, say like, hey, what about that church that has the big lawn over there? They have a nice seating area, let's go there, let's study. And I'm sure there's gonna be so many ways that Nova people use our property for others as well. You see, we are given so many things by God, right? And while we definitely get to enjoy these things, like there is an aspect that we should be enjoying what God has given us, but God also tells us that just as he blesses us, we then shouldn't just hold on to it for ourselves. We should bless others. And so this property is 100% a gift from God to us, and we enjoy it regularly. But that doesn't really mean that we just get to hold on to it for ourselves, and that's ultimately what the open campaign is about. It's about loving others with what God has given us. And then we take that idea, we talk about this gift of Jesus. We've all made mistakes, yes? done something we weren't supposed to. These can be little things, and they can be really big things. We all make mistakes. We all sin. But here's the deal. No matter what our sin is, and I really, really mean that, no matter what mistakes we've made, no matter what mistakes we will make, that does not change God's love for us at all. God forgives us. In fact, God gave us Jesus, this gift that we have been talking about over and over again today. He never did anything wrong. He never sinned, yet he was punished like he did sin. In fact, he was even put to death like the worst sinner who ever existed. You see, Jesus took on sin. And the worst thing about sin is death. Like, that's the worst thing that can happen to a person, right? And he died for us but then rose again and conquered death, and he conquered sin. And therefore, we don't have to be afraid of sin because God forgives us. He loves each and every one of you so, so, so much that Jesus even died on a cross for all of us. And so we get to experience this gift of love, forgiveness, and God himself. It's pure freedom. But just as the open campaign is not just for us, God's love isn't just for us either. We experience God's love, and then we should also show that love to others. And this can be done in a whole bunch of different ways, like Adam already mentioned. It can help others be a friend to someone, forgive others when they hurt us, be generous. You see, just as God loves us so, so, so much, he wants us to love others too. Just as God was a gift for us, he wants us to be a gift for others. 
God gave us the gift of Jesus. He gave us the gift of unconditional love. And so we should give this to others as well. Let's pray.